Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the CSJ podcast, uh, Musings of an INFJ. This is episode 10, I believe. And uh, I'm your host, Jay. And uh, today we're going to do a little bit of a continuation of last week, uh, the last episode, episode 9, and uh, talk about diversity, talk about inclusion. And, uh, but before we get into the specifics of that, you know, as I was uh, preparing for this uh, video, I was trying to figure out how I wanted to structure it, and, um, and also I thought about uh, how we learn life lessons, right? Uh, how we learn to live and how we, uh, uh, you know, what are the uh, principles that we uh, live by and uh, what are proven principles and uh, and how we learn. So, um, you know, so first of all, the obvious, uh, great people, past and present. So if you want to think, you know, religious leaders obviously come to mind or uh, 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 philosophers, right? So we can think of Socrates, Plato, Confucius. Um, uh, we can move into Jesus Christ, uh, Buddha, Allah, uh, so on and so forth. And... There's so many more. I'm just I, I pick those just as examples, right? And then we have the texts. Um, we have the Bible. We have the Quran. We have Confucian Analects. We have the Tao Te Ching. We have the Bhagavad Gita. We have so many ancient texts um, that teach us principles that uh, guide us in our life today, guide our society. Uh, they're proven um, and uh, they remain in effect. I think that's why um, uh, those people, those uh, texts are still relevant to us today, even though um, they were first written um, centuries ago some cases millennia ago, right? Anyway, um, so we learn from that. Those are the obvious. We, uh, but for me, uh, I think lessons are to be had in everyday life if we just look around. And I'm talking TV series, for example, or um, you know, contemporary literature, or uh, just the physical world around us. Take, for example, the uh, buildings behind me. There's a lesson to be learned with those buildings, and that to me, they uh, they are very uh, uh, representative of the topic today: diversity and inclusion. I mean, how more, how much more diverse can you be than the architectural, um, um, historical uh, appearance of these buildings? Um, yeah, we can get into a lot with these two buildings, and and, 
and, and we'll try to do some of that. But before we do that, so I want to go back to the concept of diversity and inclusion. You know, it's really, uh, we've got to have both. You know, if you have just diversity, um, and a lot of what we hear um, uh, around us in the workplace, uh, in social circles, in the news, whatnot, politics, is diversity is important. Well, yeah, it's important, but you can have diversity without inclusion. You can have a group of people, very diverse backgrounds, diverse racially, diverse uh, from a um, sexual orientation standpoint. Uh, I mean, pick it. Pick, pick uh, the uh, characteristic of, of diversity. You can have it, but they can also be sitting around in a room, and if you have, and if they all stick together in their own little cliques, or um, if one group is uh, dominates and uh, does and runs the conversation and doesn't allow um, uh, individuals from other groups to participate, well, what good is diversity, right? Um, on the other hand. You can have inclusion without a diversity. Well, that's probably even worse. Um, you include everybody, but you only include those of your own particular group um, uh, or race or sexual orientation. Again, um, uh, pick whatever uh, defining characteristic you want that segregates us, right? And... Uh, go from there. That's the easy one, including without diversity. So uh, the key to successful, uh, to, you know, successful integration, and I would, I would uh, offer um, uh, beyond successful interaction, just beyond interaction, is a thriving and uh, um, a, a thriving society that benefits everyone, or a thriving workplace, a successful, a truly successful workplace, is one that is div both diverse, but is also inclusive of all that diversity. And I mean, all of it. Um, and so, uh, for example, if we're talking. Um, if we're talking race, right? Um, uh, yeah, there's a lot of animosity uh, racially these days, unfortunately. But having a conversation about how to solve those issues and excluding um, one race in uh, gathering a group of all other races, for example, the solution is not is not in the long run is not going to be workable. I don't believe. I don't think. It's everyone has a seat at the table. Everyone um, has a say, and uh, and in that way, uh, comprehensive solutions can be developed. Now, yeah, is there some give and take? There has to be, right? There has to be give and take. There has to be the respect that we talked about in the last episode, not just tolerance. It has to be respect, and I think the respect is where is what drives the ability to be inclusive. And as that inclusion 
uh, happens, then love has a chance to grow. All right. So I mentioned um, I mentioned uh, there are lessons to be learned all around us. There are metaphors for life all around us. And uh, so, for example, and uh, granted, uh, well, I don't know, maybe it's a little cheesy, uh, but nevertheless, it's there. You take it for what it is, right? So I'm thinking of Star Trek, the original series, and the uh, episode... Uh, let that be your last battlefield, right? So we've got uh, <laughs> we've got Captain Kirk, uh, ESTP, by the way, uh, very much an ESTP if you think about it. Um, uh, always in control, always ready to jump in in any crisis to resolve it, regardless of the risks. Very pragmatic. Uh, you know, how many times is he? Uh, has he gone against the prime directive in order to accomplish what he what he thought needed to be done to resolve the situation? And then he's uh, once it's resolved, then he's off, off to the next one, right? He's not going to hang around and manage the situation. He's going to set it right and then go. ESTP. Oh, by the way, yeah, all the women, uh, one woman to the next to the next. It's interesting about Star Trek the the. Uh, the original original series, I guess all of them for that matter. I mean, Gene Roddenberry tried to be very um, address what he thought were problems or hypocrisies in society. So it's interesting, but in doing so, he's kind of a he's a bit of a hypocrite himself. But or maybe they just didn't he just didn't realize. So in this episode, um, let that be your last battlefield. You've got uh, 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 you've got two humanoids, uh, Loki and Beale. And uh, if you're, uh, um, well, if you're old enough, you may remember. Um, if you're not, it might be worthwhile going back. It's a really, it's a, it's an interesting episode because throughout the episode, you've got Beale chasing Loki. And the, the, these two are from the same planet. And they have, uh, but their physical appearance is their bodies are uh, half a line right down the middle, right? Half black and half white. And when I say black and white, I mean, you know, black, black is in the color and white, white as in, I mean, the contrast is, well, it's intentional. It's meant to, it's meant to um, make the point. And so, but Beale is chasing Loki, and every time they come together, they fight. Uh, Beale's trying to capture Loki, take him back to their home world, and uh, uh, have him, you know, um, pay for his crimes, whatever they may be. I can't remember. Um, it's not the point. And so, I don't know, maybe three fourths of the way through the uh, episode. Kirk finally, you know, confronts the two of them and says, why are you fighting each other? You're two of a kind. And they looked at him and said, don't you see it? You know, I'm black on the left side. He's black on the right side. That's the difference. And, I mean, it's really powerful because 
it uh, we find things to fight about that are really insignificant. But it's that centrism that we talked about in that last episode. We want to be around people who are just like us. Um, and, uh, and exclude the rest. We think there's something special about ourselves and not others. We're better than them. We're smarter than them. We're, we're uh, I don't know, pick, pick whatever. Um, you know, we don't trust them. That kind of attitude and that... Um, that's what's so damaging and it happens for reasons that are petty frankly anyway um, so diversity and inclusion um, finding a way to uh, to uh, grow together as a society I mean um, we we here in the United States are a very diverse country and um, and you know that diversity can drive violence <clears throat> and uh, and it's unfortunate uh, because there's so much to be gained anyway so back to the buildings behind me um, these are uh, Again, it's, it's, I don't know, maybe it's me, but I, I, I see lessons to be learned all around. And um, uh, there's a lesson here. These two buildings are quite different. Obviously, the, uh, the uh, one right here is a steel fabrication plant or what's the shell of what used to be a steel fabrication plant from you know 100 years ago it's still standing this over here these are brand new condominiums um, very modern um, and obviously their exteriors are very different you know one would think I mean if you think about it you could almost look at these two buildings and type them right uh, you know we talk about typing people and um, and our children and we talk about even typing pets well can you type buildings maybe in a way what you're doing is you're typing uh, indirectly maybe typing the architects behind them or the uh, you know I don't know it's interesting I think to just think about but if you think about these and by the way this is not just graffiti okay so let's talk about that um, appearances are not what they seem I mean that's the first thing we see and we immediately want to make judgments um, you know we uh, uh, use heuristics and come to some conclusions immediately just by appearance and we uh, shortchange ourselves it's not fair it's prejudice right but so this uh, this building here actually is a major attraction here in town people uh, uh, come here to have themselves photographed for their engagement announcements birthdays graduation it's a uh, on the weeknights it's uh, I'm sorry the weekend nights it's a uh, you know people come here on their motorcycles or in their Mustangs and Chargers and Challengers and Camaros 
and hang out. I mean, it gathers people. And this is not just graffiti. There were artists around town, I guess folk artists, but a number of artists came together and were each given a section of this building. You can see other sides of it here. Um, to, you know, express themselves or express their thoughts. And, and because of that, it's an amalgamation of, uh, of, well, an amalgamation. It's a, uh, it's a view into a microcosm of society, perhaps you could say that. Um, it looks like a mess, uh, to the, uh, to just the, average passerby it looks like graffiti I don't mean a mess it looks like graffiti it's not a lot of thought a lot of care went into all those images um, this building over here the uh, the condos they're beautiful on the outside at least I think so it's my aesthetic for uh, architecture but on the inside whereas this on the inside really is love this on the other side, even though on the outside it looks like it's beautiful, it's a mess, frankly. <laughs> I mean, personal opinion, granted, but the uh, the floor plans, the interior layouts, they're terrible. They're chopped up, they're small, they don't make any sense. Point is, beauty is only skin deep. And if we prejudge, we're missing out. We're missing out on the love that this that this may represent and miss out that this is that this one is not all that it seems either uh, has some imperfections I don't know um, <laughs> maybe a bit long-winded uh, on my part but that's how I look at things um, and uh, I, I see it everywhere and and uh, I like to share um, those observations anyway um, point is again diversity and inclusion you got to have both um, and it's when you have both that we're going to be as a society as a company as a family uh, much better off does not mean that there won't be some conflict or some challenges but with respect and appreciation of where other people are coming from their backgrounds their point of view taking the time to listen to them um, we uh, we can come together and be stronger together it's my opinion and the same holds true as, as we've been hearing I mean this entire lecture you know was not not really intentional but it's, it's tended to focus more on the obvious things of uh, you know, race and sexual orientation or whatever, those kinds of things that we think about when we think about diversity. But it also applies, maybe even more so, to 16 personality types. Um, I was just up this morning looking at um, some questions that uh, have been posed to me about which is the best type for a woman or what type is the best uh, teacher or what type makes makes the best athlete those kinds of things it's always everybody's got questions about who's the best who's the most special who's you know it, it really gets tiring frankly um, 
because people are missing the point. It's they're, they continue to look at them. They continue to look at themselves as the center of the world, the center of the universe, and project themselves onto everybody else. But the reality is that all 16 types, um, uh, if they weren't necessary, um, they would have been edited out of um, evolution uh, long ago. They're all necessary. And the uh, because they all have strengths and they all have weaknesses, and because of that, we rely on each other. It's what makes us social creatures. And uh, why we need each other. No man is an island, all that. Um, so yeah, diversity and inclusion, diversity of the 16 types. We need to include all 16 types in our society and give each type uh, the respect and honor the place that each, uh, honor the place, honor the role that each has within our society. I don't know, that's this INFJ's look at things. Um, I think it's important. Anyway, uh, let's close down this uh, episode. Uh, we've got more coming uh, in some future episodes and looking forward to those and appreciate everyone's comments. Um, check us out, csjoseph.life. Um, Maybe try some coaching. At least do some type verification. We'd love to do that. Help you determine your type. Figure out where you fit in uh, with all this diversity and what you can contribute. And uh, maybe how to navigate some of the challenges you have. Anyway, thanks everyone. Till next time. Bye. What's up, Eagle Hackers? Thanks for watching this video, and if you enjoyed it, please hit the like button below. That would be the dopest. Also, if you want to see similar videos uh, to this video, just click on any of the videos that you see here so you can go check those out as well. And if you have not taken our personality test to find out your type, please do so at csjoseph.life forward slash discover.